Alright guys, before I start the show today, um, it was brought to my attention that maybe some of the things I've been saying on Facebook to Hunter Payne weren't <laughs> uh, weren't really appropriate. Maybe. Or uh, professional. So, um, I guess I could uh, be the bigger man and uh, apologize to him for hurting his feelings, I guess. <laughs> I would have um, hurt some of yours. I, I just, uh, I, I guess, um, I guess... Assuming he was the uh, professional wrestler he was, he could probably take um, some honesty. But uh, I guess I was wrong. So, uh, Hunter, I uh, I apologize if your feelings were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Is that good enough? That that sounds so heartfelt. Yeah, yeah I, I put a lot of effort into that. I, I hear, I hear, I hear. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, Freaknet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! What's up, everyone? I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And welcome to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, the same podcast that is the most uh, listened to uh, wrestling podcast in the uh, Midwest. Yeah. Still calling it. Yeah. Still think it's justified. Nobody can prove otherwise. Absolutely not. But yeah, I just want everyone to know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the one-stop shop for thousands of audio books that are available to you. Yeah. Audiotrial.com. Backslash Freaknet. Absolutely. Part of the Freaknet Studios. Um, make sure you go to Audible. Uh, go to the uh, website that Jay just told you. AudibleTrial.com backslash Freaknet. To get your 30-day free trial of Audible today. Plus uh, free credit for the uh, book of your yeah. choice. Have someone read your own book to you. Right? I mean, you get to test drive these books. I'll call it a test drive. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, Jay doing good? I'm, I mean, I've been sick all week, but yeah. I'm, I'm here. Toughen yeah. it out a little bit. Gotcha. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. You know who's not toughening it out? Who? Apparently Hunter. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know what, what the issue he has <clears throat> as far you as... You guys like, sparked quite the live debate on Facebook. I, it's just honesty. I just, I mean, I told the guy that he just wasn't... He just didn't have intensity. I just, I just, I don't get it. I mean... And the thing is, I think by the end of it all, he kind of agreed with me. You know, he got all butthurt that his kid got hit, which his kid got in the way. He got involved in something he should have got involved in. He said it himself. So you're going to see a new hunter that you've ever seen before. You know, it's just like, okay, so you can admit to yourself that you really didn't bring the hunter that uh, you needed to. He even said he underestimated Holiday. Yeah, but he still fought him to a no contest. So, I mean, he's plowed through well, quite a few of the ARW I mean, guys. I mean, anyone can fight someone to a no contest when they run to the back. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, there, goes, there goes that. Huh? <laughs> I guess, uh, well, I mean, uh, I guess we'll find out uh, more about it when uh, we have Hunter on the show next week. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Good luck. He really wanted this. Uh, this he 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 really wanted the in person interview. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to sit down with him, kind of talk to him about uh, you know, what his problem is. I'm gonna wear like full body armor just in case. Yeah, you yeah I, I see you would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't want to get hit by anything that's flying your what way. I, what I don't understand is you know between you and fucking Hunter and hashtag fuck Steve. So you guys all believe that there's this Kool-Aid that I fucking drink from ARW, which I still don't understand. There has to be something. You, you smoke the wrong thing. No, it, it, it's 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 honesty. I, I I feel that I'm the only person that's willing to say this shit that um that is happening. You're like the one guy who gets something by UFO. You guys are fucked up. 
I don't get it. I mean, I, I why can't you? I mean, you guys don't see what I see, and it blows my fucking mind. It's not there. It's all there. No. It's, it is all there. No. It's like Hunter said himself. And you guys, if you want to check out these conversations we had, they're all on our Facebook page at DFW Podcast uh, through a bunch of different posts and everything. And I, I explained it to him and Steve. They don't have structure. They don't have management. They don't have a fucking team uh, you know, concept of what they're doing. I mean, we did start the re- revive the Keys movement. Yeah. I mean, and hopefully that goes through because they need leadership. That, that. And, and even uh, even when uh, Steve went out there and started his crusade to impeach fucking, uh, you know, Sentinel and shit like that. It's like, you know, Sentinel Cinder, like, making up these excuses about it. He's going, you know, going scouting talent and shit like that. You know, it's like, okay, well, I mean, SCW has enough fucking talent. So it sounds like a lie. You look at a women's champion who walked out on your heavyweight champion. I mean, yeah, there's some teamwork there. <laughs> but I, I, to, I told, I, I, nah, I, I read, I read everything. Yeah. I mean, it's there. I, it's, it's all there. It's not like I'm spewing bullshit from my ass, you know. I mean, this is it's legit shit. It's a concern that you know people just don't seem to have. And it's like Hunter told me uh, a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago, whatever, is that you know without one man could win the war. You know, I was like, well, fucking Hunter's the only one fighting the damn thing. There's no one else there. I mean, he's the sting, I guess. Yeah, kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Maybe we need to give him a bat. Well, he's gonna need one because uh, well, he's gonna need it for a holiday. He's gonna need it for something because he's not doing anything. Uh, I'm just lucky enough that Holiday doesn't listen to the show and hear all the shit I talk. So well, I talked to Holiday. Oh, you're gonna talk to uh, Holiday? I did. Oh he's yeah. Not, he's not happy with you. No, oh, whatever. No, nah, I'm kidding. I, talk to I got Hunter on my side. I so. will talk to Hunter, but the thing is, he's so busy, you know, not worrying about the things I say to, uh, <laughs> to you know, stir up uh, concern. <laughs> like the Eric Bischoff of this movement right now, controversy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we yeah we we call it controversy. I call it reality, but reality. whatever. Yeah. I I I I don't I don't it must uh, be the keto diet. I don't know. I understand what's going on with you. It's not. It's, it's, it's nothing other than fact. It's yeah. it's just fact. I mean, we talked about we talked about this issue between ARW and SCW all year, and you know it's an yeah it's an impartial thing. But you know sometimes you can't sit there and just lie about what's not really there. There's 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 no you know SCW you know you know taking the lead. But I would say I mean like I it's a, and I'm again I mentioned this Hunter like I love SCW I love ARW. ARW Southland sounds pretty sweet. I don't think so. It well, may happen. Nah. <laughs> may happen. And this is, <laughs> that's what we may have to deal with. <laughs> right? I mean, fucking USSR was around. Just I mean, that shit didn't you know, just pop out of nowhere. <laughs> You're comparing them to Russia? I have to. They're fucking taking shit over, man. Oh, man. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> Guys, we have a good show for you tonight here. Uh, we're going to hit up here to the freaking five here in a minute. But uh, we're also going to talk to you a little bit more about the PPW NAW uh, show that uh, kind of brought, got brought to our attention. Yeah. And uh, about their show that's happening in September that they sent us a, uh, a current match card. Because obviously every card is subject to change. Of course. So we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. And we're also going to do our predictions for Extreme Rules. Ooh. Which it actually has... Extreme rules this year. Yeah, some like and like some matches yet actually want to be seen. Yeah, so, um, I can't remember the match card off the top of my head, but we obviously gonna go through it here later on in the show. But as far as I can remember, a lot of the matches are ones I definitely want to see. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be a huge fan of the intergender main event, but it's not even intergender though. It's, mixed it's still tag. mixed tag team. Yeah. Winner takes all. Extreme rules match. Yeah. So does that mean, you know, uh, Corbin can hit Becky in the face with a chair? I I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm excited to find out. I don't, mean, I don't think they will. I don't think so either. <laughs> well, we're going to, uh, we'll, we'll start this off with the freaking five. So last week we discussed yes. the best DDTs. God, so my DDTs. And a DDT is a great move to have in your arsenal, especially yeah. if you have it. As your finisher, even something in between the matches, signature move. 
Yeah. Well, even from the list I noticed that were online, and actually a little bit of my list too, is it's not even like the traditional DDT, but it's the modification right. and changes and everything. So, I mean, the DDT, which now obviously in 2019 has become just kind of like a, a a generic move in the arsenal of every wrestler, but there are still some wrestlers who use it as a finisher and as an impactful finisher as it first was with Jake Snake Roberts. Which so. can be a beautiful thing if done right. No, absolutely. So, first off, we got Steve, who had Sting, the Scorpion Death Drop, gotcha. which is an inverted yeah. DDT. Yeah. Randy Orton mm-hmm. with the out of the ropes, which always just looks brutal to me. Yeah, God, yeah. And it's his build-up, too, that kind of yeah. like makes it there. Yeah. Arn Anderson. Yep. Moxley. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jake Snake Roberts. Yeah, you gotta have Roberts on it. Yeah. Uh, Bobby from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Jake. Assuming Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. Raven. Lita. Ambrose. Gangrel. The Fitz. Jake the Snake Roberts. Cactus Jack. <laughs> uh, Corey. But, and, that, and that's one of the things that we we're actually looking at doing is like, not just limited to having to give us a five, give us, you know, one top guy, give yeah. us a couple and stuff like that. It's just freaking five just flows so nicely. Yeah. What can we do? We five? can like, we can look at it as like a, a five star kind of response. There we go. We'll just keep it at freaking like five. Yeah. Corey, Jake the Snake, hands down, Cactus Jack, double arm DDT, mm-hmm. Miz off the knees, decent. I like that one. It, I do. Yeah. Randy Orton from the ropes. Yep. Andrade, the hammerlock. Yeah. And our buddy Gio. Fucking Gio. Jake the Snake, because he started it, which mm-hmm. is... True. Oh, there was another wrestler. I forget. I was reading about it, but I forgot who it was. Yeah, it's always going to be Jake. Yeah. I mean, ever since he did the DT to uh, Steamboat on the outside on the concrete. Yeah. Raven had a smooth DDT with even flow. Mm-hmm. Moxley... The cocking it back like a gun before he hits it. Yep. Edge Gangrel had the Impaler DDT. For my odd answer, I will throw out the Scorpion Death Drop, which is inverted. It still counts. Yeah. yeah. And what did you have? Oh, God. I didn't know you were coming to me. I always go to you before I, you go. I know what life is. I don't have it. Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts. As I mentioned, uh, Mick Foley, Raven, Drew McIntyre, and Edge. Nice. Yeah. Which, grand Drew McIntyre doesn't really do the DTT anymore, but I have seen him kind of uh, break it out from a time or two between NXT and even being, you know, coming back and everything. But he was one of the guys who, uh, because I always thought saw the uh, the Dean Ambrose Dirty Deeds, you know, when he turned it into the WR DDT, yeah. he kind of took the modification from Drew McIntyre. Because I remember, like, I don't know if you remember when D. Ambrose started doing the Dirty Deeds, it was when he grabbed the guy's head and fell forward. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also liked it. I liked when he did that. But uh, Drew McIntyre is probably one of my favorites, but Jake is always going to be on top of that list. So mine is the Hammerlock DDT by Andrade. Yep. The Execution. The Double Underhook by Cactus. Mm-hmm. The Tornado DDT, Chavo Guerrero used. Oh, yeah. Off the corner. Yeah. And uh, Page Turner by Page, which is actually a package DDT. Oh, you, I forgot about that one. Yeah. When I saw that come out, I'm like, you know what? That's one of my favorite finishers by a female anyway. Wait, what'd you call it? The Page Turner. It's not the it? Page Turner. Page Turner is where she swoops the leg. The DDT is called the Rampage. The Rampage. Okay. Rampage. Yeah. Meh. Close enough. You, 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 I mean, you got the DDT, which yeah. is a great DDT. Yeah. That was actually, uh, I think that was a finishing move she decided to use. When she made her return, you know, you know, before the, the ultimate uh, retirement and stuff. Like yeah, that. it's still so sad. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, I mean, she actually made her appearance on SmackDown uh, after a few weeks of not even like being relevant and shit. Uh, I think they're probably gonna challenge uh, the tag team, the women's tag team, uh, to something. Oh, the pay per view. Uh, it won't be oh, at the, no, no, won't be no, at this no, pay per view now. No, no, not the no, pay per view. No, no. They, they gotta make it relevant again because no. it kind of just was there. Yeah, they just, they kind of kicked it aside. Yeah. We've been talking about this for weeks. Yeah, so I mean, I again, thanks thanks to Bischoff for just being there, and Heyman. God, yeah, it's doing, so it's they're doing so it's well. gone so well. Is, I'm so happy. But yeah, uh, PPW NAW. Yes, Ground Zero. 
is going to be at uh, the Holman American Legion Post 284 in Holman, Wisconsin. Uh, September 7th, doors open at 6.30. Match starts at 7. Nice. And our buddy Angus is a champion there. Not, not my buddy. I don't, no, he's I don't, a show's buddy. I don't hang out with cool people, man. <laughs> he's he's too cool. Yeah, sure. Thinks he wants a fucking Their one champion looks crazy as hell. Ryu, yeah. 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 Which I kinda like I kinda like how they can have two companies actually work together. Unlike uh Hunter and SCW who just can't seem to get along with people. But I don't want to turn this into a whole Hunter doesn't understand what I'm trying to say thing, so uh. Get off your soapbox, <laughs> This whole fucking show is my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show is for. <laughs> but no, it's cool. I actually got a chance to talk to um, talk to the, some of the people from NA, uh, NAW and PPW yeah. and stuff like that uh, to kind of get kind of get an idea of what the show's gonna be like. Cool. So they gave me they gave me a match card, which uh, is a stacked fucking card, and. Um, we are definitely figuring out all the logistics to make it out to the show yeah. and everything. Um, which, if you guys get a chance, go out and check out Ground Zero. Uh, the information and stuff like that. You know, I just first of all, I just sent it to you, so you should have been paying attention. Uh, because when I talk, you should listen. But secondly, uh, it's it's on our Facebook page and stuff like that, oh, and yeah. uh, our logos on their flyer. Oh, that's awesome! So I'm really happy about that. Uh, so props to you guys for doing that, uh, to even, you know, first of all, but I'm going to run through like some of the matches that they told me about, uh, again, cards are subject to change, but as of right now, these are the confirmed matches and some may be added or, you know, just adjusted, but just, just keep an idea of what the match is going to be like. And the preliminary like, card. Yeah. Like, well, damn, you know, that's a show. Right. That is the show. And they also uh, want me to mention that, uh, they are broadcasted on TV, uh, through TCC 18 TV. Uh, out of uh, Whitehall, Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Congratulations so, to them. All right, so I'm really excited for it. Um, they have a six-man championship uh, title. So, three-man tag title. Oh, like a trios championship? Trios. Nice. Like a trios champion, but better. Because it's not called a trios championship. Because that's a dumb name. This is a six-man title, bro. I like that. But yeah, uh, so six-man title, uh, title match is going to be no coast. Taking on All Eyes on Us, which is uh, the Pope and Six, along with uh, Khalil Akbar. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to have Angus, who is the PPW Heavyweight Champion, put his title on the line against a mystery opponent. Ooh, I love mystery opponents. I like a mystery opponent. Because it could be anybody. That's why it's a mystery. So, <laughs> I was hoping you would say something to return. I, had, oh, no, I cool. had no idea what to say. I couldn't think of like a mystery sound to make. But like a dun dun dun. Maybe go with like a like a who wants to be a millionaire sound. Come on now, man. How long have you been doing this now? Get in the fucking game. Hey. Uh, NAW tag team titles are going to be on the line. Uh, tag team champions are the uh, Robbie McCann and Gavin Alexander. And they're to defend the titles against Backdraft, which comprised of Fire and Maverick. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just read that. Come on, man. God damn you. Maybe when they open the door, all the fire comes out? Uh, like in a movie? You're as excited as listening to Sentinel talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NAW heavyweight title will be on the line. Champion uh, Ryu Shinzaki. Is going to face the Sheik, which we've seen the Sheik many a time. Yeah. Uh, especially through the SCW and the ARW shows that we've been to. So he's known around here, or even at the uh, the uh, show in Grand Park we went to. Yeah, but he's been, I mean, he's been all over since we've been doing this. Yeah. Uh, NAW TV title versus the British title. So title for title. Ooh. Uh, TV champion DC Shaw. Is going to take on the British champion, Prince Lee. Which Prince Lee sounds familiar to me. It does. And then, of course, we got a, a four-way uh, women's title match. Ooh. Which is going to be the champion, 
DJ the Destroyer taking on Sin, which is C-Y-N-N. And how creative is that? Right? Never heard it spelled that way before, but that's wow. pretty badass. Uh, Casey Dillon and, of course, Natasha Crane. So, Crane and Dillon we've seen before. Yeah. Now, I remember uh, about a week ago when I was talking to uh, PPW, uh, it was originally a triple threat. Really? They put Natasha Crane in there because they knew that the uh, the intensity... And as Hunter's missing, uh, is going to be brought to the match when you put Natasha Crane in there. So, I mean, she's no longer with the Unholy Alliance. Unholy Alliance, yeah. so she's... which the Unholy Alliance is on the card. Yeah, I mean, both members of Unholy Alliance are in title matches. One being a champion, and one hoping to become a champion. Ooh. So it's really cool. Again, guys, the information uh, it'll be in the show notes. It'll also be um, on our Facebook page and stuff like that. Check out Ground Zero again, September seventh. Um, Holman, Wisconsin. Man, that sounds awesome. I really hope things work out to where we can go. I do, yeah. I mean, we got, well, at least we got like a little over a month to try to get that figured out because it, it is a little bit of a drive for us, but <laughs> um, it should be worth it. Yeah, definitely. It's a road trip, that. That's a road trip. That is a road trip. That is a road trip. What, what is this? For like four hours for us? Is that what I think you said like five, four or five oh. hours. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Road trip. Sounds like we're taking the Kia. (laughs) Grab my fat ass in that fucking thing. Holy shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, I just want to, I mean, I don't know. Dude, honestly, this fucking Hunter thing's messing with me. I I can see that. I just, I mean, I I, don't. It flows a little off. I just, I just don't, I don't get I don't get his fucking problem. I just <laughs> you don't get his problem. You've been you've been poking at this bear for weeks now. I don't I don't see how it's poking. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe the uh, the title of last week's show was kind of uh, a jab. The title, you know, yeah. the picture you put on. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm just. Ex- I'm excited for next week when we get to sit down with him. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, because I believe maybe he will uh, be man enough to give me my apology, as I was man enough to do it for him right now. So. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was a sincere apology. Yeah, yeah, sure. I. I mean, I, that that came that came from the heart. I'm sorry that I hurt his feelings. <laughs> I mean, what of? I do gotta say though, I am oh. interested in uh, Steve's uh, whole, you know, again crusade to bring Keats back. The WWKD. Goddamn! I just what would Keats do? I saw that thing. I'm just like, this is the whole reason SCW's fucking imploding, man. Well, I mean. Like we talked about before, when when Keats was in charge, it was an exciting show. Yeah, it has never been like a not exciting show, but Keats is always there. That's true. Keats is still there. Keats yeah. is still there, yeah. and Sentinel's nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you know, and we talked about it. Sentinel ran off with that title, where I believe Keats would have turned around and been like, "No, restart the match," or blah blah blah, and get this thing going yeah. again. Isn't it funny, though, because uh, last time we saw Sentinel at a show was when uh, Maverick lost the title in, like, eight seconds. Yeah? Yeah. He but, did luck. But, of course, he didn't want to list that into his whole thing of, like, who brought a women's championship? Who got Brian Cage? Who's out scouting the best talent? And I'm like, you know, it's like, okay, fine. I mean, like, you want to lie about what you're doing, whatever. I get it, but, like, don't. Don't sit there and fucking, you know, brag about your fucking one-shot-offs and bullshit and everything. Like, great, yeah. The Brian Cage at SCW was amazing. It was a great yeah, that match. That was awesome. Cool fucking dude. So props to that. But, I mean, like, you're not there. You weren't even there. For I think shit. the power went a little bit to his head. And it, it was kind of relevant at yeah, some of the ARW shows. That's a big fucking shows. head. Yeah, well. That is a huge fucking head. Huge fucking head. I think the guy is. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to say about the Sentinel. Uh, I'm I'm more of a heel guy anyway, so the Keats thing kind of works for me. And well, <coughs> um, I know down the line we're gonna get these guys on the show and talk to more, talk to them more 
Um, I definitely want to talk to Sentinel about how he feels about this whole issue going on with his uh, his presidential uh, responsibilities going into question and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but uh, Sunday, man, is probably going to be um, our first look on how a pay per view is going to turn out after the executive production of Raw and SmackDown has been taken over by Heyman and Bischoff. The that, Bish Hay area. Yeah, and I gotta say, it looks like a pretty good uh, card. It, I mean, I'm I'm excited for most of the matches. Mm-hmm. I think the only one I'm really not too excited for is probably uh, Undertaker and Roman's match. Yeah, and, and and again, it's not because I dislike the Undertaker. I just feel like I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want a lasting memory of me either of him dying in the ring or. Something like that. Let him go. Just let him go smoothly. And just put him out the pasture. Put him out the pasture. Yeah. Oh, that's actually something I do want to talk to you about after this, if I can find that uh, article too. But we'll dive into that if I can look at it. But yeah. Um, Dirty Extreme Rules is uh, this Sunday, uh, July fourteenth, for whoever listens to this before July fourteenth, in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center. Um. So just. You ready for your predictions? Yeah, I got All right, cool. So, uh, we'll start at the bottom. None of these have been uh, determined as a pre-show match yet, so we don't know. I don't know what pre-show is and what's not yet. So, obviously, Cruiserweight is probably going to be pre-show. Right. Um, but uh, the first match that we want, I want predictions on is uh, The Revival, who is the current Raw Tag Team Champions, taking on The Usos for the Raw Tag Team Championship. I got The Usos. I took the revival. Um, I don't even know if there was really that big of a build-up for this. My whole thing is if they're bringing up the Street Profits, I think the Usos and the Street Profits will probably put on a better show than the Profits and the Revival. You think so? I, I'm not sure. Why? I'm not a big fan of the Revival. Because they're both urban? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, those Wait. guys are Samoan. <laughs> no, like they're... Urban's, I, I, urban, I guess. urban's not a nationality, yeah, man. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's just, I mean, you think you're urban. Yeah, to a degree. Would you be considered urban? You don't, not really. You don't listen to rap and shit. I listen to rap. Do you? Yeah. God, you're gay. Your stupid ass long pants and shit. Love my long pants. God, SCW loving ass. <clears throat> Kool-Aid motherfucker. Okay, uh, so Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley are going to face each other in the last man standing match, and I'm actually really excited to see this because when we did uh, our favorite Extreme Rules stipulation list oh, last week, last man, last man stands on it, um, especially from how they started out Raw a couple weeks ago with that tackle through the uh, entranceway. Um, so this is one I'm really excited about, which I didn't think I would be because it shows a Strowman-Lashley match. But uh, I I pick Strowman. I got Strowman also. Uh, AJ Styles taking on Ricochet uh, for Ricochet's United States Championship match. It doesn't look like there's any stipulations, just a straight up match. And I picked AJ. I also picked AJ. I but I think the X factor there is having the club with him. Yeah. And that's that's gonna be the deciding mm-hmm. factor. Yeah. Which I I feel like Ricochet is going to keep it in some way because I don't think, especially with Heyman's, um, you know, mindset on how great Ricochet is, yeah. I maybe he's not going to let him drop it so soon, but I mean, to build heat for AJ, I think is the best way to do it. This so. could be a nice series of matches between the two where it goes back and forth. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Alistair Black and Cesaro doesn't look like a stipulation, just a straight singles match. Uh, who you got? I got black. Okay, yeah, so do I. I think this is going to be... To me, I think this would be match of the night. I think so. And I, as much as it sucks with everything going on with Sheamus and not really being able to compete right now or possibly ever again, it's nice that they didn't like just lose Cesaro in the shuffle. Right. right. Worst case scenario, they could have even sent Cesaro back down to NXT to you know just be part of that. But That would have been sad, though. They, they really kind of... They dropped the ball on it. Oh, yeah. They, they dropped definitely the ball dropped the ball, the ball on it. So hard. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, triple threat tag team match for the 
WWE uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We have Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, current champions, taking on the New Day and also Heavy Machinery. Again, not a stipulation match, but I guess with the Extreme I mean, Rules. Triple, not, triple threat match. Yeah, but it's all Extreme Stipulation, too. Like a tables yeah, match. Okay. A tables, I mean, even a tables would be good. You know, something. You know, it's Extreme Rules. I mean, so far, you know, yeah, last man standing, but there's only... Maybe two, consider three if you want for uh, stipulations. But I guess you don't need to really stack the whole card with stipulations. But that's fine. Um, I uh, I stuck with Brian and Rowan Hall retaining. I, I went heavy machinery. Oh, no shit. I, I think they got, they got a lot of momentum on their side. They and, did. And, I, and again, the, Brian should change those belts. It needed to. It needed to happen. I, I still hate the fact that they keep calling themselves like like the Earth Warriors, whatever the fuck they call themselves, yeah. and they're still wearing leather straps. Fucking planetier wannabes. Hear that, Vince? Straps. That ain't good shit. Straps. For the uh, dirty fans as they listen to pro wrestling. That's right. That's not sports entertainment. Right, that's right. See, yeah, fucking, I'm an outlaw, bro. Fuck it. Half European. Fuck yeah. Keyboard warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Singles match for the Daddy Cruiserweight Championship, which I would have loved if this was a ladder match. Uh, Drew Gulak is taking on Tony Nese. Obviously, Tony Nese's uh, rematch clause. There's no more rematch clause. Did he cash it in? Is Is that not a thing anymore? No. That's always a thing. No. Stop it. No, WWE eliminated the rematch no, clause. They didn't. Yes, quit, they did. Quit being you. I'm not even playing. God. I picked Gulak. So did I. You don't remember them saying that months ago that there is no more rematch clause? Yeah, maybe not for that one particular like fucking wrestler and that particular title. It's always a rematch clause. Nah. Must suck being you. Eh, not really. I enjoy myself. Yeah, you know what I enjoy? The t-shirts you can pick up at uh, tpublic.com. Oh man, those are beautiful. They don't shrink. They don't. They're wonderful shirts, especially the uh, F is my f- uh, second favorite F word. How I got into black heather. Oh man, it's so soft, so uh, breathable. And shit that. Perfect for a bigger guy on a hot day. The travesty Dizzle J. 2020, 2020 Make Wrestling, Wrestling Great Again shirt. Oh, awesome. Awesome shirt. Brand new shirt, too. Brand new. It is brand new. It's fresh and new. Only been on there in a month. Which uh, which is awesome because starting next week is the sale where everything's going to be 35% off, including the original tra- JFW logo shirt. Ooh. Yeah. Or you get your Dizzle J Mr. 33% shirt. Or the original Free Travis D shirt. Right. God, I'm so excited. Or for all you SCW guys there, get the hashtag FSteve. There you go. Right? Huge fan of Angus. You get the uh, JFW logo shirt with the Angus. I'm so cool on the back. Or if you guys remember Andy Black, you get the Andy Black shirt, which is still available up there as well. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. All you got to do is go to tpublic.com, T-E-P-V-L-I-C.com. Search JFW. Ta-da. Right? It's not even just t-shirts. No. Tapestries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Onesies. Yeah. Tank tops. Baseball shirts. God. Notebooks. Pillows. Wall art. Wall art. Mm. God. Cell phone cases. Cell coffee phone mugs. Cases. Traveler's mugs. So much. Guys, make sure you pick up your merchandise uh, merchandise today. We're going to be like the, the kiss of uh, merchandise. You know, funny story as, uh, as I uh, segue away from this for a moment. I went up to uh, Firefoot Bar and Grill uh, for dinner with my mom uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. And uh, when I was up there, I bumped into the guy who owns the pet store in Pieta. And I was wearing my freaking, as my second favorite F-word shirt. Yeah. He loved it. He wants me to find a way to get those shirts selling in the pet store. Which, I don't know how many people go to pet stores to buy t-shirts. But the fact that that guy acknowledged the shirt, knows the value in it, and wants to sell so it. So does he want them for people or for pets? People, I don't know. I like listen. Like I, 
I told him I'd look into it, and I will. Um, there's no logistics in it for us. There's no way like I can make it happen. Right. But it's it's a cool thought to know that a guy really appreciates the work that we put into what we have, and wants to even sell merchandise out of a pet store, which I think is pretty cool. So That's shout out awesome. to that guy. Thank you for appreciating the work we do. Um, I will look into seeing if there's a possibility to do it, but unfortunately, I think right now we can't we can't do it because we just don't we just don't have the source of income right now to make something like that right. happen. But the best way to get income for the business is through Patreon. Patreon? Patreon.com. That's awesome. Right? You know what Patreon is. Yeah. I think our listeners do by now, but if you guys don't know, Patreon.com is a place where you can go and contribute on a monthly basis to Just Freaking Wrestling. Be an investor. Be an investor in it. There's so many different tiers, including the new tier, Tale of the Tape, that we added just last week, which gives you an additional uh, show every single month. Just and you can listen to us talk about previous pay per views. Yeah, it's a watch along. It's a watch along um, of classic pay per view matches that are available in the WWE Network. And all you gotta do for it is sign up for Patreon, sign up for that tier. Once a month, you'll get notified of when the show drops. You pull up the show, you find out what show you got on pay per view you have to listen to on WWE Network. Go on WWE Network, find it, press play on the podcast, mute your TV, and when we tell you to start playing it, you start playing it at that point. And as you watch that pay-per-view go across your screen, you hear Dizzle J and myself talk to you about that pay-per-view. Our point of views, our opinions on the classic uh, pay-per-views from WWE, WCW, WWF, WCCW, NWA, AWA, ECW, uh, any other pay-per-views that are on there. And the best part of it all is being part of the Patreon gets you part of the poll that we can put up there where you guys can vote. On the pay-per-view you want us to do next. We'll just put a list out there and say, hey, listen, what do you want to listen to next? You guys make a vote of it, and then that will be next month's show. You know what will also be cool is, like, some of those I'm sure I haven't seen. And I know you probably haven't no, seen some of them. No, definitely not. The WWE ones, probably. Yeah, like, the WWE ones, yeah. pretty much all of them. But you know what? I mean, we sit there and think about it. I mean, like, WWE's been putting on pay-per-views since, like, you know, the early 80s, even 70s, probably, and shit like that. And the thing is, like, you're, you're looking at, like, thousands of fucking pay-per-views between WWE, WCW, ECW, so many. There's definitely ones we haven't seen. Now, there are probably going to be ones that we have seen that we want to use as crowd favorites and stuff like that. Kind of like relive some of the good memories, like, you know, the Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell match, the Mick Foley, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell match, you know. WrestleMania 10, Breaking of the Glass. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many out there that's available (laughs) for us. And we want to use that as an opportunity to give you guys more from us. I mean, a lot of people are taking advantage of our patrons, such as uh, Becca and Brandy, or as they're known now, Dewey Decimal and, and General, General Lee. Lee. So shout out to you guys for being part of Patreon. We do appreciate it. And you all, all of you out there, can be part of Patreon now. And there's so many different tiers and so many different levels that you contribute to. Everything from a dollar all the way down to 25 if you uh if you have a company and you want us to sponsor it. So check out patreon.com backslash Podcast. Check out the tiers, contribute today and everything. And check out all the gifts and everything that we do for you and everything, such as uh, making our wrestling bios, sending out stickers, doing additional content, because we have two tiers that do yeah. additional content. The tail of the tape that gives you the watch along, as well, as well as the dark match that uh, we give you a... Uh, a podcast dedicated to like a tragedy, a conspiracy, or a backstory about wrestling, uh, through our point of view and through our knowledge and our, our look up in history right. and stuff. So it's really cool. Check out and check it out. It's patreon.com backslash JW podcast. Check it out and uh, become a patron today. You're just so smooth. Ah, fuck yeah. Well, it's because I trimmed the beard down. Yeah. Right. I don't have all this hair way. Makes you down. more aerodynamic. Yeah. It makes me more open minded. Yeah. Uh, fucking A we did Cruiserweight title so uh, handicap match for the WWE Smackdown Championship which I think is a little bit weird but whatever Bayley's defending her title against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross Uh, I pick Bayley I pick Cross oh shit I see originally I picked Bliss and I was like man you know what would be awesome is if Cross double crossed Nice. Yes. Now, because we're doing a competition, you have to pick Cross. So if Alexa wins, it doesn't count. Right. 
Okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Just checking. All right. You actually may take that one because I think that'd be a pretty good uh, storyline. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Championship match. Uh, Kobe Kingston is defending his title against Samoa Joe. Uh, ooh, yes, you know, I don't think I picked one for this one unless I overlooked this. Um, let me go first. Kofi. I also picked Kofi. I think I was like, I think I was going to save that one to last because that was going to be kind of a jump thing and I just never went back and did it. Um, probably the least interesting match um, for you anyways. Uh, Undertaker and Roman taking on Shane and McIntyre. Taker and Roman. Yeah. Take and roll. Take roll. Take roll. And finally, the um, least ma- the least interesting match to me uh, for the night is the last chance winners take all mixed tag team title extreme rules match for both the Universal Championship and the Women's Championship. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, both uh, Universal and Raw Women's Champion, taking on Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. I went with Rollins and Becky. Yeah, same thing. Those two don't see it. They don't have a whole lot of chemistry to me on, on air, it feels like. It's such an awkward thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I, no, they they definitely could find a way to like collaborate a little bit more, but it's just it just doesn't seem like it's there. And that, that's the biggest thing, especially when you look at like wrestling on TV and stuff like that. Not many people live their characters anymore. Very so true. how so they probably aren't used to the fact like how do they sync up with each other right. as the characters. Kool-Aid, um. <laughs> <laughs> you fools. <laughs> How are we looking there? Good. Uh, okay, so I want to talk to you about uh, this article that I found on um, is through uh, the things.com. It's one of the uh, pages on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so, it's the 10 retired WWE stars rumored to make a return in the 7 that might call it a career. Oh, so, I just want to go through the list. I just want to get your input on uh, just how you feel about the names on this list. So, number 17, uh, to make a return, Kurt Angle. Huh. He wants to, he at least wants to come back for one match against John Cena. If it's against Cena, I, I could see that, yeah. but not like a pay per view. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think these are like come back full time or anything. I think they want to come back for one more match, a one shot. Yeah, one shot off thing. Yeah. So, Kuringo said that, you know, as much as he appreciates, you know, the, the tour he did and the final match with yeah. WrestleMania stuff, that he would at least have one more match against uh, John Cena. That would make sense. It had to be on SmackDown, though. Oh God, yeah. Probably on Fox when they do the uh, October. That'd be interesting. Um, mentioned earlier, Sheamus uh, looking possibly to retire due to uh, several injuries. Sad. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, maybe not so much as an in-ring uh, competitor, but definitely he signed a, he signed a contract extension with IDE to potentially do some behind the scenes and maybe even some on camera work. I could see him being a general manager again. That'd be cool. Right. Under Haven's guide. God, yeah. Uh, Booker T. Obviously, we heard, uh, we mentioned last week he canceled his uh, StarCast thing right. with uh, because of the AEW and WWE thing. But um, it looks like uh, he's he he goes uh, he goes on record saying uh, if WWE asked me to come back and do a match, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Preparation is the only luck I've ever had in my career, and if they asked, I'd be prepared. I could see him fighting Matt Riddle because they've had a good, nice go between. Yeah, he uh, he really attacked Riddle. Yeah. I don't understand how commentators or personalities because he's an attack wrestlers. I don't get it. What? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason Jordan to retire. He's been uh he's been kind of like a talent scout in the back and everything because of injuries and stuff like yeah, that. But I never really cared for him anyway, yeah. so. He can go. Yeah. Kane to make a comeback. Yeah. He doesn't need to. He should just enjoy himself, just like Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he kind of goes on saying that he thinks maybe him and the Undertaker have one more match against DX. No. Nah, I don't think Sean's ever going to come back. 
Ronda Rossi to retire, saying Goodbye. that uh, she, she did have fun. She's not sure if she really wants to come back because she wants to start on her family. She could go. Nikki Bella to make a return. No. She can't. She got the brain thing. Ah, fucking. Yeah, she is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Lee to make a return. That would be awesome. His interesting might still be there with new rumors emerging pertaining to a possible SummerSlam cameo. Really? Yeah. I see. I wouldn't think WWE if she came back. Shinsuke Nakamura retiring. I can see him leaving the WWE but not retiring. He said in an interview that he wants to end his career in WWE. Really? Yep. Given his run on the main roster, fans expect Nakamura to opt out of his WWE deal. The veteran might have other plans, though. Dead Melzer confirms that Shinsuke agrees to a contract extension. Rumors are indicating Nakamura wants to end his career with WWE, given the easier in-ring pace compared to his days in Japan. Oh, yeah. Japan's rough. Hulk Hogan wants to come back and face Sean Cena at WrestleMania 36. No. He also teased he wants to have a match with Braun Strowman. No. No. You don't don't want Hogan Andre 2.0? No. I don't, I don't need Hogan coming back to bury these people for no reason. Um, Rey Mysterio retiring. I can see that. I thought he was going to retire this past Monday, honestly. And then he got whooped on by... Goldberg wants to come back. No. He wants to face Matt Riddle. No. Only if they would let Matt Riddle run a shoot on his ass. Right. Undertaker retiring. Good. Perhaps Survivor Series might be his last ride. The event he Makes made sense. his debut at. Sting said he'll come back if he can face The Undertaker. He will come back for one more match, but it has to be against The Undertaker. At Survivor Series in the casket match. There you go. Right. AJ Styles will retire. He says this contract he signed will be the last one of his career. He wants to end it with the day. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he's, well, he's in his 40s, right? Might as well. And last person, The Rock, to make a return. I've been expecting him to make a return. A return is never off the table as it comes to The Great One. With the Fox debut almost here, Rock is one of the rumored guests scheduled to make a big appearance on the show. Some even speculate that he might compete in a return match at the 2020 uh, WrestleMania. Is Roman going to go over on him? Probably Maybe Hobbs and Shaw will tag team. Hobbs and Shaw. I hope um, that movie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, how? What's, what's your feelings on like you know these older wrestlers? You know, still being relevant in like today's wrestling. I, I think we talked about it before, and I think a lot of these guys just need, like if they want to come back and have like a backstage role and want to do something on a Raw or a SmackDown or a main event or. On NXT, yeah, but not on pay per views, not on special like you know going over to Agrabah and doing yeah. shit over there. But well, yeah, it's, and I agree with you. Like when when you have one show a month, that's like the big show. Like you want to fill with as much young talent exactly. as you can. You know, whether it be WWE, AEW, local independents, or uh, anything like that. I I agree. Yeah, they, right? they should have, they should put their guys who are there every every right. night every yeah, week the young every talent month. yeah not the not the you know the older veterans trying to hold on to what they have left yeah exactly okay and a younger crowd yeah that yeah especially these independents yeah mm-hmm. Another your creeds and your baylocks and yeah exactly yeah. I'm glad you listed off some SW guys who maybe need a shot. Yeah. How'd you feel about the whole Kevin Owens thing? <laughs> Dude, I love the Kevin Owens thing. It brought me back to the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin um, era. Yeah. I, I loved every part of it. I loved I loved the... Uh, I, mean, yeah, I mean, shocker. I liked his work interview that he used as a shoot. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And that's definitely a Bischoff thing. It's got to be. Um, no, I like it, and I hope they keep running with this whole babyface turn thing because it works for him, you know, being that guy. It worked for Daniel Bryan. It worked for Sami Zayn for a little bit with the whole Braun Strowman feud when Mick Foley was there and stuff like that. It's, you know, given that it's given that guy who seemed to be kept down, you know, his way to build back up. We'll, we'll talk more about that one later, too. What? Uh, KO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, my, that's on my list. 
No problem. Uh, what do we got for your uh, pick of the week? Pick of the week? So, uh, I've been reading a lot about Brian Pillman Jr. and Joey Janelle. Okay. So, I went through and I found this match that they did with Black Label Pro. Is Joey Janela the one who got in the fight with uh, yeah, Enzo. Enzo at yeah. 1.82? Nice. So I went and I, I found this match. I'd... Black Label Pro, the one on Indiana? I'm not sure where this one's at. Okay. But this is, yeah, it's Black Label Pro. Uh, check it out. Two young talents. I mean, Brian Pillman Jr. is damn near as entertaining as his dad was. What's his What's his name? It's like mean? the Wild One or something like that, right? No, Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Uh, Actually, they call him Brian Pillman the second. I'm thinking of the uh, actor's son, the one who passed away, his uh, uh, Luke, Perry. Luke Perry's son. Yeah. He's called like the wild one. It's like the cave, cave boy? Or... I can't remember. But No, that's good. That's awesome. Uh, so, and it's a cool thing to like find the matches from the independents and stuff like that, too. Not just everything from WWE, ECW. I, I try to mix it up. I really do. You crush it, dude. Yeah. Good job. I mean, you know, if anybody has a match they want me to check out, please hit me up yeah, fucking via the Facebook. And I believe there's a tier in our Patreon that gives the people the power to yeah. uh, pick a match. I believe it's called the uh, the Gorilla Position uh, tier. The Gorilla. At patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast. Nice plug. Always. Do it for the plugs. Do it for the plugs. Do it for the plugs. All right, so final freaking thought. Mike Knox turns down a WWE contract. Yeah, I I don't know why he thinks it's the best to do, but, I mean, I, it's foolish for WWE even to offer to him. And I think it's getting to that point now where WWE is just going to try to get everyone they can to keep him away from AEW. Mike Knox say that he's like, you know, it's awesome that they offered it to him, mm-hmm. but he's just too old to do that schedule. Yeah. I wouldn't mind for him to, like, go to, like, the developmental and help out there. I mean, he was a good competitor. Yeah. Regardless of some of the goofy gimmicks and stuff he had, especially with uh, Kelly Kelly and ECW, um, I really was hoping they'd get more of that Carney gimmick and TNA over, but they kind of like, dropped the ball on that with like Crazy Steve and... Uh, yeah. Was it Rosemary? Rosemary. Yeah. Well, then they did the Aces and Eights thing with them. They could have done so much more with that uh, yeah. gimmick, too. But, no, I mean, Mike Knox, I always thought was pretty cool, especially when he went to TNA Impact, he... Was, I liked him a lot better there than, again, the ECW era. His character he had there fit him better. Yeah. Uh, Rollins' new t-shirt, the man's man. I, I get it, but I don't like it. I, I just say, like, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of catchy in a weird way, but it's just, yeah, it's... A, a lot of people are up in arms about it. I, I, I don't see why people would want to be offended by it because it's literally a gimmick for wrestling. And yeah. I don't know if people know this or not, but wrestling is not real. So, I mean. Hey, man, mermaids can't be black either. So. God, I just, yeah, that's a dumb too. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I get why they have this shirt. It is kind of, like, catchy, and I get it as, like, a wrestling fan perspective. A lot of people love it. For me, I just think it's kind of dumb. Lizzie wants to get the two shirts. She wants the man shirt. And she wants me to get the man's man. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I told her. I, I, I'm surprised she even knows what they are because they're not John Cena or Nikki Bella. They're the new John Cena yeah. and Nikki Bella. God. Sammy Callahan goes I, over on Tessa Blanchard. Before, no, I'm saying I, I would actually would rather them be like the new Edge and Lita. There you because go. Because that was actually a wrestling team. That that takes uh, chemistry on. Yeah. Yeah, the the Cena Nikki thing is uh, that's more of a total divas, total Bella's fucking relationship. It doesn't work, yeah. So dumb. Um, but yeah, no, they definitely need to build chemistry. They do. They need to embrace. And the thing is, like, they need to embrace who they are. I mean, you can't have fucking Seth Rollins being like, you know, for the fans, and Becky kind of being like for herself, but like right. in like a babyface kind of way. You have to find common ground. And I think as a heel, they would do a lot better. I think that's why Edge and Lita worked out a lot better than fucking Cena and Nick. Well, they, Edge and Lita had that real heat, though, after the whole Matt Hardy thing. Yeah, the half-naked thing? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Backstage heat, gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, Backst- yeah, yeah, yeah backstage yeah, yeah, heat yeah, turned gotcha. into real yeah, 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 heat, yeah, yeah, and then it'll, it all evolved from there. Yeah. What was that? What was your question? Uh, Sammy Callahan goes over Tessa Blanchard at uh, anniversary. Surprising. But, but after the match, uh, respect is given from both parties to each other. Yeah, it's dumb. I, I I was shocked. That if them, it's the end of a storyline, then fine, whatever. But uh, I mean, come on, you gotta keep you gotta keep the heel on Callahan. You can't just like 
you know, shake her hand and shit. But I'm surprised, I'm surprised that she didn't, like, come on top and everything, especially with everything going on, you know, nowadays and how everyone's so empowered by what women do that you think wrestling would, you know, say, hey, she's going to overcome this. Woo! But, I mean, I, heard, I, do like, I do like twists. You know? I heard it was a great match. I heard yeah. it went back and forth for a while. I, I did not get to see it personally. Yeah. Um, you, this, real quick, do you have another Slammiversary question in there? No. No? I don't did, think so. Did you hear about the uh, the thing with Rhino showing up at Slammiversary while still being under contract yeah. for the E? Yeah. That's masked. Yeah, I guess he's still under contract until the 14th, but he showed up at Slammiversary and from what's been uh, written, uh, that he's not going to you know, pursue it in any way, but they, I mean, obviously they could. Like, who the fuck's this guy? Right. Uh, this just kind of threw me off a little bit. Scott Norton still wrestles. Japan? I, you're not sure where. Yeah, I thought I thought he said it himself in Japan, but I mean, I, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he's always been a pretty, you know, like you know, like good guy to you know have some longevity and stuff. He didn't never really did much to you know shorten his career in any way. Did you watch Raw this past week? No, no, no. So there was a, a segment where Roman faced off against uh, Shane and. McIntyre in a tag team match, but they got to pick his partner. Oh yes. So yeah. they 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 picked this janitor. Turns out it wasn't a janitor; it was Cedric Alexander. No crowd pop whatsoever when they took the mask off. I believe it. Just like they didn't know who he was, or no, they're probably just fucking disappointed. <laughs> they're probably just really fucking disappointed because it could have been anybody who. It, it that is that is more WWE bullshit than a Paul Heyman thing. Yeah. It could have been literally anybody that they could have like one day contracted to come out and like fucking like you know be part of it. Fucking Heath Slater would have been a lot better after Drew McIntyre attacked him backstage. Oh, that would have made sense, right? Yeah, of course it would. And a three man band thing. Did he? No, you're listening. Don't even talk to them anymore, Mister Heyman, Mister Bischoff. Right, come on, Heyman. That's come on now. I mean, if I could think of it, I mean, god damn. Give me a contract. I'll write some shit for you. So I'm, I'm going to move around a little bit. I go in order here. Dude, I don't know what your list is, man. That's all right. Uh, street profits. Kind of annoying. I don't remember I, them I don't being know. that way in an no. NXT. No, and that's, and, that's a, and that's a fucking Triple H to Vince thing. Like, you know, Vince, Vince wants them to focus more on their gimmick. And I've heard he's really big into, like, black-themed urban gimmicks and shit like that. You mean, like, Crime Time? Just like Crime Time. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, when you get to the main roster and everything, he wants you to accentuate your gimmick, you know, so. <laughs> KO the next Stone Cold? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Especially with the stunner. Yeah. Fucking, the, yeah, KO and Shane is new Austin Vince. Yeah. Uh, I could see it, uh. Hell in the Cells. Shane's getting into Hell in the Cell with somebody at some point in time this year. I whether it be The not. Miz or Kane. I hope to God it's not. I just want him to stop with Hell in the Cells. No, I want him to stop wrestling, period. I, well, just yeah. stop it. But Kale brings up so many good points, and Shane's getting so much TV time, and yeah. oh, God, all these yeah. other guys are not. Mm-hmm. Name dropping people, too. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Rusev and shit. Fuck yeah. The Keys move is in full effect. Can this change the war? The SCW-ARW war? No. Why, why would you even think it would? What? Why wouldn't it? You put Keith in charge, now you got a, a new leader? Dude, no. Because the fuck... I, no, because Keith is so fucking worried about, like, bulletproof and all that shit. No, it's like, even if you put him back in control of SCW, you still have the same people... That is the problem with SCW. You still have Kamikaze who walked out on the champion. Like I don't know how people are forgetting the fact that that happened. Like she is the women's champion of SCW, and she walked out on the SCW champion in a, in a match against AEW. Yeah, I mean, she's not really Team SCW. And then you look at Jay Harris, who is so focused on the fact that he's a champion now that he's not really paying attention to the shit around him. That's going on between ARW and SCW. Which, yeah, I get it. You know, he has to focus on Greg Allen, who wants his title back and all that shit. Or, sorry, Dave Allen. Um, but it's just like, 
it's like there's no there's no structure or teamwork in SCW anymore. And Steve wants to tell me that I need to do my research and know about the the army that Hunter's fucking put together. Who? Who is he putting together? I mean, I'll be interested to see. There's nobody. Because really, it's only been Angus and Angus Sheik. and Sheik. Yeah, I think Blaylock's gone out there a couple times. Cage. Yeah, both Cage, big fucking deal. I mean, come on now. You sat down and interviewed with the guy. He is so far gone. <laughs> For wrestling drafts. Yeah, I mean, just like no, it's like yeah, and I've and I've said it several times. And again, if you guys watch the shit that we talked about on uh, Facebook, yeah, maybe it feels like I'm I'm attacking SCW, and maybe it feels like I'm attacking Hunter Payne and shit like that. But read the fucking messages. You know, they're not giving me any you know explanation on what's going on other than. Oh, you need to wait and see. You need to see what I bring to the table. You need to respect Hunter Payne. You need to do that. It's like, Steve, Hunter, I get it, okay? You guys are diehard SCW guys, whether you're in the ring fucking doing what you're doing or you're sitting on the fucking uh, fans and, you know, cheering them on. The thing is, you're not giving me any answers other than, well, you need to wait and see. See what? I've been watching for six months now. And, yeah, sometimes SCW fucking gets ahead. But the guys just aren't there anymore. Fucking the Manson family is not going to be there for them. They're going to deal with their own shit. I, I think Fucking that's where's, key. where's Black Irish? Half the time they're drunk, half the time they're not there. You don't have a women's champion that's even on your fucking side. I mean, come on. Bulletproof ain't going to fucking help you. They're too worried about themselves and taking over SCW in their own small little way, step by step. There's nobody there anymore. Haven't seen R.K. Savage. Jay Harris too worried about his championship. R.K. Savage has been out with injury. Sure. Well, no, I follow him on Facebook. I don't care. He just <laughs> he just doesn't want to be there. <laughs> There's just no one there anymore. And what what are they gonna do? They're gonna bring in fucking people who aren't even you know SCW talent to fight their battles. Fine, go ahead and do that. But you need to admit to yourself that it's not SCW. That's beating ARW. It's Hunter's fucking friends from the past. They have to come out of the fucking senior home, throw on their goddamn boots again, and hopefully not break into dust when they walk into the ring with Holiday. <laughs> Too real for you? <laughs> hey, man. I'm... Too fucking real for you? That... Sorry, you're right. Hey. Hunter, I'm sorry I offended <laughs> your geriatric friends. My bad. <laughs> That's a great segue. The hunter agreed to finally sit down and do the interview with us. Uh, shock, scare, excited. I'm interested. I'm interested to see uh, how he uh, presents himself. Is he going to be professional or is he going to fucking bitch? Yep. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not really a big fan of him capitalizing all his statements to me. He needs to tone it down. Did he need to use some autocorrect there? I don't even know. Something. He just needs to stop yelling through Facebook. He's a big guy. And I'll grant like, yeah, I'm not looking to pick a fight with Hunter Payne. I'm not looking to step in the ring with Hunter Payne. I'm not looking to fucking sit there and, you know, I'm not going to act like I'm tougher than him. The dude, yeah, he'll definitely kick my ass. But I'm not going to lie to the guy and say, hey, you know, you got this, bro. <laughs> you know, you're going to overcome everything on your own. No, he's not. And I told him that on Facebook, unfortunately, because I haven't had a chance to say it to his face. But he sits there and worries about how he tells me to holiday you know, can't be the one guy to win the war because that one man can win the war. And I get that. But no one else in SCW is helping out Hunter right now. And he's shouldering all that responsibility. And he's going to fucking crumble that if people don't get behind him and help him out. And yeah, he has the Sheik. And he has fucking Angus. That's fine. How about you get someone who's not in their fucking 40s, you know? You know, get Blaylock. Get Creed. You know, get them to help you out. You know, the big guys. You know, the fucking, or the younger talent and shit like that. Maybe actually talk to the fucking Manson family. Because I bet you, you know what? I bet. You know, because we've seen Jake Andrews help out SCW against ARW. Yeah. That's no fucking coincidence that that actually happened. Well, my, my guess is that, you know, the kind of family that the Mansons are is that if you throw a little cash away, they're probably going to lean more towards you. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing for SCW is that's probably the stuff they have to do. Yeah. When Sentinel's out there trying to recruit people for SCW, no. He's trying to recruit people for a fucking army that they don't even have right now. So, yeah. 
I am excited to talk to Hunter next week. And yeah, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. All right, last question. Sure. Last last thought, I guess. Sure. Morrison, John Morrison is now a free agent. Go to AEW. Go to AEW. Yeah, don't go to AEW. No, it's, he, he, a, WWE will sign him and then just lose him in the shuffle so AEW doesn't have him. Right. But fuck it, I mean, Cal, go to New Japan. That'd be something different for him. It'd be Johnny Japan. I don't fucking Johnny care. Johnny Japan. Johnny Nakamura. Johnny Suzuki. Who cares? Johnny Suzuki. Right. I like the Johnny I, Suzuki. Right? I've I just never been a big fan of him to begin with. Really? No, he was dumb. The whole fucking fan entrance bullshit. The only uh, good thing about him was fucking Molina. I I always enjoyed Morrison. Stop it. I like him. That makes sense. I mean, he, he had one of the stupidest uh, WWE home videos, though. You remember when they used to do the videos about the wrestlers? And yeah. His was so stupid. Well, all, all I did was didn't talk stupid. nothing about his past or anything. I just talked about his... Yeah, it's because he's stupid. Parkour workout. Yeah, he's dumb. I'm not a fan of Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Morrison. Morrison. All of them. They're all dumb. All of them. That, that's all I got. Is that the last one? That's the last one. Okay. Guys, <clears throat> again, shout out to uh, Becca and Brandy for being part of Patreon. Or again, as they are known now, Dewey Decimal and General Lee. If you want to be part of Patreon, just go to patreon.com backslash Podcast. And start contributing today based on what tier you feel you want to contribute to us. Again, another shout out to audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. You get a 30-day free trial of Audible plus a free token to choose a book uh, that you'd like out of thousands of options. You know, and Again, audible.com is amazing, especially for someone like me who loves stories but don't like reading them myself. If you want to get your own personal Just Freaking Wrestling merchandise that you can own yourself, Go to tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW and pick up a shirt today. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at JFW Podcast, and let your friends know who are a fan of wrestling. They, they can catch us every week. Shows drop on Saturdays at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean, just by searching JFW Podcast. And make sure you start following us on uh, YouTube, just by searching JFW Podcast. Because this fall, we are going to start releasing uh, some video content for you guys out there to uh, enjoy as well. Does that cover everything? I believe so. That's all I got then. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Messing, the JFW Podcast. Peace.